Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Thousands continue to flee the fighting in the east as Russians fight street to street on a deadline. They're struggling to capture Severodonetsk, the last pocket of Ukrainian control in the eastern region known as Luhansk. They need to do it before more of the weapons supplied by the West arrive, with the possibility of giving Ukraine the upper hand. Our plans are clear. We will deoccupy our entire territory, which historically belongs to us. There's no doubting the Ukraine story has fallen a tear in terms of attention. Uh, it was going to no matter what, uh, with the passage of time, and then we had a couple of giant stories, the horrifying shooting, you know, economic news, whatever. Uh, so I thought this update was pretty important. David French writing for the Dispatch. The tide is turning toward Russia. It's time we face some grim facts about the war in Ukraine. And he backs it up with several different publications' views of this. I'll hit you with a little bit of it. Then we can discuss. The evidence is overwhelming. Russia's new military strategy is starting to bear fruit. Just as the interest of the world starts to wane, the Russian army is starting to exert its will on the battlefields of eastern Ukraine. This might be the starting. This might be startling and surprising news to many Americans uh, who are paying more attention back when Ukraine was dominating the news and all the talk was about the plucky, brave Ukrainians and pushing the Russians back. And all that was true in the amazing Zelensky, and we all loved that story. But as people have started to tune out a little bit, they might not have 
followed the latest. Uh, David French quotes the Washington Post on Sunday. In recent days, Russian troops have captured the towns of, can't pronounce it, and Lyman, and have closed in, also can't pronounce it, a large regional hub where Russian forces have entered a hotel on the city limits. If Russian troops manage to encircle and take the city, Moscow would occupy nearly all of Ukraine's easternmost Luhansk region, which makes up roughly half of the Donbass. And they're on the verge of that happening. Now from uh, uh, The National Interest, which is a publication that writes about these sorts of things, the siege of this area comes on the heels of steady Russian advances in the Donbass over the last month. Russian forces control almost the entire Donbass region and several surrounding areas, effectively depriving Ukraine not only of its industrial heartland, that's a big deal, but also some of the biggest wheat-producing regions. The Russian military reportedly occupies most of the southeastern region, where which is also big for farming, uh, and adjacent farmlands. To the southwest, Russian forces appear firmly in control of another region, the Kursan region. Moreover, there are some advances that Ukraine might be facing morale problems of its own. This is the first time I've heard this story. Mm -hmm. Reports of Ukrainian troops refusing to fight and surrendering en masse, previously confined to Russian state television, have made their way to Western media in a video uploaded to the uh, Telegram on May 24th. Members of the 115th Brigade 3rd Battalion based in uh, one of the eastern cities in Ukraine, announced that they will no longer fight due to lack of military equipment and poor leadership. We are being sent to certain death, said one of the volunteers. Per the Washington Post, we are not alone like this. We are many. So that's the first I've heard of that sort of thing. Well, and you add to that the fact that uh, it's believed they're losing 100 guys a day killed or incapacitated. That's a lot. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, on the uh, positive side for Ukraine, although that's that's devastating information, not shocking. I mean, given the shelling some of these guys have been enduring now for mm. weeks, um, the Russians still don't seem to have the armored uh, capabilities to move in and truly hold uh, territory. They can they can kill and drive the Ukrainians out of it and and control it, quote unquote. But over the long term, their control of it's pretty tenuous. Um, I I still feel like I've felt for a long time that the Ukrainians, for strategic reasons, are going to have to pull back to some extent to their their enclaves, give up a whole bunch of territory, and then in the manner of I don't know the Afghans, for instance, when Russia invaded Afghanistan, the Soviets invaded Afghanistan, they're just going to hit and run and bleed them dry. They're just going to torture them until some bright day they get their land back. That'll be the plan. This is the history of Russia fighting battles for like a century, according to people who follow this sort of thing, including Admiral Stravitis, who we talked to yesterday. They regularly get their asses kicked in their opening salvo, and then they just stick with it, and they're willing to feed soldiers and money into the meat grinder until they finally prevail, and they have many, many times over the years, and that's what the Russians are willing to do. I mean, they got a lot of people. Back to the old saying that quantity is its own quality. Right. And uh, this news of Ukrainian battalions or individual troops starting to feel pessimistic, that's, uh, that is bad news. 
On the other hand, they're going to be able to pound the hell out of Russian positions from a lot further away. The U.S. sending Ukraine advanced rocket systems and munitions, part of a new $700 million package of military equipment intended to help the Ukrainians fight back against Russia. Uh, they can precisely target an enemy from almost 50 miles away. These are the weapon systems that over the weekend, uh, the reports were, were sending them to Ukraine. And then Biden came out Monday and said, no, we're not sending that stuff. Turns out we are, after having gotten Biden getting personal assurances from the Ukrainian leadership, we won't shoot this stuff into Russia. You know, whether they will or not, who knows, but at least uh, from the point of view of the administration, they can uh, say out and proud and, and publicly to Vlad Putin, hey, we told them don't shoot him into Russia. Well, the NATO commander and our secretary of state are both giving an update right now. Uh, as we speak so if any news comes out of that we'll pass it along to you but i you know i want to know what's actually happening i don't need the feel-good story that ends in you know the good guys winning if it's not true right um so i was glad that david french pulled together those pieces to make that point that americans need to wake up to the reality of this maybe henry kissinger was right last week when he uh wrote the piece and made the statements that Ukraine should be willing to give up the Crimea and maybe part of the Donbass to settle for peace. And remember, uh, President Zelensky and many others said, no, 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 we got him on the run, we're pushing him back, let's push him clear out of the country. As usual, maybe Henry Kissinger is dealing with the reality of realities of how you possibly end this and have less deaths, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's obviously not a crazy opinion. Uh, on the other hand, neither is the thought that, no, we're just, if we get beat, we get beat, but we're not giving up our country. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you got to have guys who are willing yep. to go to the front lines and do the dirty work. And you can eventually run out of those. Yeah. Oh, speaking of dirty work, here's another headline for you. Russia is depopulating parts of eastern Ukraine, forcibly removing thousands into remote parts of Russia, hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians. <laughs> have been processed through a series of Russian filtration camps. Oh, I like filtration. In eastern Ukraine, sent into Russia as part of a systemized program of forced removal, according to sources familiar with the latest Western intelligence. The estimate is far higher than U.S. officials have publicly disclosed. Wow. They're being detained in camps operated by Russian intelligence officials, then forcibly relocated to economically depressed areas in Russia, in some cases thousands of miles from their home, often left with no means of returning. Man, the world has got to stand up against that. How? I guess doing what we're doing, sending them the best stuff we can. Yeah. Oh, and the last time we talked about Ukraine briefly, uh, earlier today, I brought up the fact that there are noises starting to be heard. People saying, look, we can't let that Russian blockade of the ports continue because millions of people are going to starve to death. They don't have the ships. They don't have the might. They don't have the will to resist, say, the U.N. or NATO sends in a significant naval force and says, hey, y'all, uh, you're letting the weed out because Russia's just stretched too thin already. God, so that I like, could I, become a story. I, I like that as an excuse for the world to get more involved and uh, take on these bastards. Yeah, well, it's, it's not an excuse as no. much as it is an effort to save millions of people from starving to death. Change the I, I'm editing on the fly. Change the word from excuse to reason. I like that mm-hmm. as a reason for the world to justifiably get more involved and take them on more head on. I guarantee the strategists in the United States Navy are uh, sketching out how that would go and offering up a variety of plans uh, for the, the leadership. 
I've got another example of why you should beware of investing in nostalgia from my own personal life and something I just came across, which we've talked about many times over the years, and a bunch of other things we need to talk about. World's oldest dog learned a new trick. I mean, how is that not the biggest headline today? The world's oldest dog learned a new trick. Not an old dog. The oldest dog. Right. It would be like if, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think of another good example, but I couldn't off the top of my head. Um, It's like if a stitch in time saved 900. Eh, It's not like that much. Eh. Or if studies show every time you count your chicks before they're hatched, it comes out to the same number. It's perfectly all right. You know, that sort of thing. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) Feel free. Um, Bunch of other stuff on the way. Stay with us. That's the crowd outside the White House <laughs> where BTS was appearing yesterday. I just saw the picture of Joe Biden with BTS in the Oval Office. It's weird. I mean, I am signi- I'm not young, and I'm significantly younger than Joe Biden, and I don't get BTS. So he has to be like he's meeting Martians. Not is a that, joke. Is it five pretty little Korean fellows? I don't know. Because I was just thinking, I was working on their combined ages. I think their combined ages are actually slightly older than the great grandpotus. But I could be wrong. Yeah, if it was only four of them, it'd be about the, about the same. Roughly, yeah. Uh, yeah, so anyway, if you couldn't hear the crowd there, BTS, if you don't know this, it's K-pop, which is its own musical genre, and the fans of it are crazy. It's like Beatlemania or something like that. What do they smell like? (laughs) Yeah, that person yelled, what do they smell like to someone who had just met them? Humans? That that is an odd question. There's there's, there's seven of them. I just saw the picture. That That is plenty. Oh, dancing around makes you tired. Sometimes you got to say, "Hey, I need a blow, coach," and you got to sit down for a well, while. Well, these are formulaic, you know, crafted by a company sort of groups that have always existed. Of course, yeah. but um, I think if you have seven, that's enough that you can like start rotating them in and out without people really noticing. You know, one mm-hmm. gets a drug habit or uh, acne or anything, any other reason you can't have them on stage anymore. Caught shoplifting. (laughs) Yeah. You just rotate a different one in, and that one disappears. There's so many on stage, you wouldn't notice. Right, right. It's a minor controversy at best. (laughs) Uh, We'll have to get into the details on this. This was just handed to me. Elon Musk's ultimatum to Tesla execs. Return to the office or get out. So I'll, I'll get into more of that story from Bloomberg coming up a little bit later. I came across this stupidity. Um, that's, you know, if you're into it, you're into it, but Marilyn Monroe's personal items to be auctioned off in honor of her 96th birthday. And, uh, we, we have 96, we, we've talked about this a lot. Um, and if you got the money and you want to get something that was important to you in your life, you know, I'm you wouldn't care what I think. And I have no business telling you, but as an investment, everybody needs to realize that 
Charlie Chaplin's hat was really a big deal 70 years ago, maybe. But very few people know now. It'd take me a long time to explain to my kids who Charlie Chaplin is, and they would still go, eh. Um, and, and that happens with everything. It's just the yeah. march of time. And I had that experience over the weekend, went to a car show. Well, my son is super into cars and classic cars, subscribes to magazines, reads about them all the time, has an unbelievable uh, wealth of knowledge in his head about classic cars and stuff like that. Actual magazines still? Yeah, actual magazines. Yeah, you know, I could see that. It's funny for flipping through and yeah. looking at pictures. It's just different than being online. Yeah, for absolutely. Reason. And looking at them again and cutting them out and putting them on your wall and stuff oh, like that. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's pretty interesting going to the car shows, which really started with the cool 50s cars craze. That's when car shows really became a thing. Your 57 Chevy being the ultimate coolest car. And it is a very cool car. But Mm -hmm. it is very obvious from going to these car shows now, because I've gone to a fair amount of them, that it has shifted as the age has shifted. I mean, my dad graduated high school in 55. The 57 Chevy is very important to him and people like Joe Biden. But, I mean, because they actually rode around in them. Well, that bad it kept care. It's still a cool car to me, but I didn't drive one around with my, you know, best gal. Whereas me and other people my age, and I'm not a young guy, walking the streets, we're all looking at the 69 Camaros and say, ah, every guy in high school had one of those. Because when I was in high school, lots of guys did have one of those because they were like a $1,200 car <laughs> in the mm-hmm. 80s. It just They weren't expensive. They were cheap and uh, various cool Mustangs and stuff like that. And that's the car that gets me all excited because I have memories and experiences with it. And that it just it just changes. And well, no that's right. It. And that's that's good. And that's natural. Sure, sure. So the car shows 10 years from now will be filled with 1994 Honda Civics. <laughs> And it'll be great fun to go with the kids and look. People will pop open the hood so you can look at the engine. I actually wonder about that. I wonder about that. All stock uh, Toyota Corolla right here. You want to see? Look at that. Look at that. That's the original uh, vinyl on those seats. Wow. Look, a Ford Taurus. <laughs> a PT Cruiser. I don't know. I don't know what the future of that will be. And I, God, there was a DJ there, and he was a really old guy. I'm sure the nicest guy in the world. I'm not criticizing him, but he was playing all your 50s hits, and I thought, there ain't six people here that have, like, emotional connection to that music. You should be playing 70s tunes, dude. You just should be for the crowd that's here and the, and the cars that are getting the most attention. Times change is my really only point to this whole thing. And we're all into the stuff from that period of life where everything is so magical and important. That's that's what it is. It isn't that that was better. It's just during the period of life when all that stuff was so important to us. Yeah, well, I'd argue that at least in terms of the car thing, and there are a lot of examples of this, nothing's, nothing's forever. Mm-hmm. Except, you know, fill in the blank with whatever your belief system says is forever. But um, the heyday of unique, interesting, and or scary, powerful car designs was, you know, the 20th century in America up until, you know, the 80s. After that, nobody's going to show a freaking Ford Taurus in 30 years. Car shows will be done unless Probably. they continue showing the cars of the 20th century. It's just changed. Design, the the priorities of design and efficiency and the rest of it, uh, they've changed. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So I might argue the guy should keep playing the, the 50s music through early 70s. Early 70s. Don't be playing any Casey in the Sunshine Band. Nobody wants to hear that at a car show. <laughs> you give me a little early Doobie Brothers, I'll accept it. I won't like it, but I'll accept it. Okay. My son said to some old dude, that's the coolest car here. That made that guy's day. I can tell by the look on his face. He was nice. so happy. If you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. 
Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Strong and Getty Show. Do you have trouble with happiness? Is that hard for you? I'll tell you what bugged me was your fake concern there. Mm -hmm. the, way you, the way he leaned in and you squinted your face. Okay, do you have trouble being happy? No, I, I don't have a problem being happy. I have a great time being happy as long as nobody asks me that question. <laughs> I agree with that. to do to convince people that I, I, I'm not walking around in a rage, but like, if you say something stupid, I'm, you know, I'm going to look at you. <laughs> yeah, nothing makes me less happy than somebody asking me if I'm happy. I might have been happy until you asked me. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> oh, so on a more serious note, at least temporarily, this, this is unbelievable and so avoidable. New York Times article, 362 school counselors on the pandemic's effect on children. Here are some quotes. 
Kids have the highest level of anxiety I've ever seen. Anxiety about basic safety and fear of what could oh. happen. It's an elementary school in Longmont, Colorado. Oh, my God. Here's a, a gal at a high school in Portland, Oregon. I've seen more physical fights this year and, than in my 15 years combined. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, I'd say. All right, let's head to Georgia, Loganville, Georgia, wherever that is. Shout out to the folks in Loganville. The foundational skills for learning need to be retaught. It's in a middle school. American school children's learning loss in the pandemic isn't just in reading and math. It's also social and emotional skills. Those needed to make and keep friends, participate in group projects, and cope with frustration and other emotions. New York Times did a survey of 362 school counselors nationwide. Um, and this counselors described many students as frozen socially and emotionally at the age they were when the pandemic started. Whoa. Um, excuse me. Uh, the age they were when the shutdowns started. It's probably worth mentioning again, the WHO, the UN, the uh, CDC, all these bodies had for years planned for pandemics, how they would react given certain levels of infectiousness, certain levels of death, etc. I've seen the charts. And only in the most severe, horrific, 20 times worse than COVID scenarios did they say shut down schools for a prolonged time. It was considered unthinkable. Well, and remember when Dr. Fauci was asked, was that last week or the week before, were, was shutting down the schools necessary? He said, that's a hard question to answer. In other words, he certainly can't say yes. Right. Absolutely And not. he's as big a proponent as there was. Here's a high school counselor in Chicago. And, and again, you know, I mentioned the locations of these places and the different grade levels for an obvious reason. I'm sure you're already hip to it is that it transcends ages. It transcends geography. It's black. It's white. It's Hispanic. It's old. It's young. It's, it's rural. It's urban. Said this gal in Chicago, high school counselor, quote, something that we continuously come back to is that our ninth graders were sixth graders the last time they had a normal uninterrupted school year. Developmentally, our students have skipped over crucial, crucial years of social and emotional development. Nearly all of the counselors, 94%, said their students were showing more signs of anxiety and depression than before the pandemic. 88% said students were having trouble regulating their emotions. Almost three-quarters said they were having more difficulty solving conflicts with friends. Well, we could drill down into the numbers, but you get the idea. Right. Uh, they have less stamina, more frustration, less flexibility, less effort, less perseverance, more escape and avoidance behaviors. Uh, elementary school counselor in Colorado. That was a, a gal in Wisconsin. Let's go to Colorado. Anxiety is killing, is filling our kids right now. They're worried about their family and friends. They're stressed because they're behind in school. Um, only six of 362 counselors said that behaviors and social emotional skills were back to normal. It's just unbelievable. And I'm, I'm reminded of the piece I referenced a little bit earlier. School closures were a catastrophic error. Progressives still haven't reckoned with it. Sometimes you need to own up to an error, error so it's not repeated. And this is not a touchdown dance because we've been, been advocating for the reopening of schools for a very long time and we have. Um, this is an effort to just please, A, let's reckon with what we have caused, what we have done. You still get to wear your I hate Trump t-shirt, but you have to reckon with the fact that this has been a disaster, and we all have to vow not to repeat it. Even if Elizabeth Warren gets elected president, 
there's another pandemic, and Liz says, hey, I think we ought to open the schools. I want every good-hearted conservative in the world to say, that's right, let's open them, okay? That's my only purpose here. And I don't even have little kids, so my heartbreak over the situation is is once removed. But, you know, yeah. I have a, a, a living soul, so that's good enough. It was rough, and to me, pretty obvious at the time that it was uh, horrific. I'll never quite understand why everybody didn't acknowledge as quickly as I did that this Zoom thing was not working. But that aside, and I'm certainly uh, willing to go on as long as you ever want to go in terms of beating up that decision... I wonder how much of it is uh, just true for everybody. The the pandemic made everybody something, and I don't know how long it'll take us to figure it out, but just more anxious, more scared, more... I mean, more people quitting their jobs than ever happened in history. Divorce up, crime up, homicides up, suicides up for all ages. So it, it it had an effect on everybody, and, and my you know the way adults are reacting isn't because they were kept out of school. So I mean, there's just a lot of emotional fallout from the whole damn thing, right? So the idea of keeping the kids apart from each other, which is a nightmare, always was a nightmare, and we said so. Um, is even far worse for children than adults with adult coping mechanisms. You know, you said it was terrible, but the the point of this article obviously is that it was terrible and continues to be terrible. Oh sure. Sure. Um, uh, da, da, da. Emotional health is necessary for learning to happen, say counselors and anybody with any sense. Yet children have lost stamina and motivation. Quote, if what they are asked to do requires critical thinking or more than 10 minutes of effort, many students struggle, become frustrated and refuse to do the work. That's a junior high counselor in Elkhart, Indiana. Another weakness was social skills. Here's a gal in Pittsburgh in an elementary school. 60% said children were having more trouble making friends. Half said there had been more physical fighting and online harassment appears. Quote, there is horrific violence and bullying, said the gal in Pittsburgh. There are physical altercations every single day. That 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 is something. So that's just anger coming out? Yeah, anger and frustration. Smallest things will trigger an extreme emotional response that is disproportionate with the trigger. Of course, as we've uh, been pointing out for a long time, and Jonathan Haidt and uh, Greg Lukianoff pointed out, we are systematically teaching our children that they should be offended and angry all the time at the slightest misunderstanding. So I'm telling you, yeah. we, we have a serious, serious problem with the way we're bringing up our children. And I think that's probably enough said, but... It, it ought to be the focus of every third website, newspaper, uh, broadcast news story every single day. We, we have a volcano of, of ill health and emotional trouble, uh, you know, brewing and about to explode in America. It is kind of exploding. Our poor young people, and we ought to be paying attention to it, but we're doing our best. So Elon Musk with an interesting ultimatum to Tesla execs that I think might be repeated in many companies across the country as we're getting more nuanced about the whole remote work thing. Remember, at the very beginning of the pandemic, it was just kind of, this was fantastic. Nobody will ever have to go back to work again. This is going to change everything. And then we got further into it and started to decide, "Eh, I'm not sure this is as great as I thought it was or... Uh, there are problems over here, boss. There's some downside also. So more on that and a bunch of other things. Over? A bunch of other things on the way, including uh, speech therapy. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The Armstrong and Getty Show. It is June 1st. Cannot believe it, can you? You believe it? It's June 1st already. Hard to believe it's June already, right? Hard to believe June 1st is already here. Hard to believe today is June 1st. I can't believe it's already June. Can you believe it's June 1st already? It's hard to believe it's June 1st. Hard to believe it's June 1st. I can't believe it's June. I know, June 1st. I cannot believe it's June 1st. Cannot believe that it's already June 1st. Hard to believe it's June already. It's June. It is June. Can you believe it's June already? No, it's unbelievable. Can you believe it? They went by quickly. It really did. I wonder if any of that amazement at the standard passage of the time uh, is from uh, the COVID that we were just talking about. If you were uh, more shut down than I was, because I was having a conversation with somebody just yesterday who was very shut down over the last two years, like uh, uh, them and a lot of their uh, colleagues who basically did all their work at home. We're about to talk about that. We're working from home, never went anywhere, really. Uh, in one case, the person had long COVID, so there was a fairly good reason for that. But um, uh, and, and how the passage of time had changed for them. 
just like the 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 no mile markers and nothing different happening every single day and how mm. weird time became. I don't have that experience because I kept going to work and doing things the whole time. It, yeah, it seemed kind of normal to me, but so maybe that's why the uh, amazement at it being June already. And uh, speaking that, of, and that's just the insipid conversations of TV newsreaders. True. Uh, we mentioned earlier, so there are a couple of economists calculated how much remote work factored into the increase in home prices, and they believe that it was 15 percentage points of the 24% increase in home prices over the last two years was remote working. So you put it in another way, more than half of the growth in home prices in the pandemic can be attributed to remote work, which is really quite amazing. Yeah, that sounds right. And ultimately, houses grew in price by 21% over a two-year period, which is astounding. But half of it was remote work. Well, how long is that going to last was a question I asked. And I know just around here, originally, everybody thought, hey, I'm as productive as I've ever been. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, we're actually making more money. And a lot of companies saying that, but they're, 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 they're running into problems. New hires don't know anybody and just all kinds of different things that are fallout from remote work people going crazy being at home not having the interaction uh being around your family all the time just all kinds of different things elon musk gave an ultimatum to his tesla execs just tweeted it out today under the subject line remote work is no longer acceptable musk wrote that anyone who wishes to do remote work must be in the office for a minimum and i mean minimum of 40 hours per week or depart tesla this is less wow. than we ask of factory workers. When I was thinking his minimum, I wonder what his minimum was going to be. It wasn't five by eight. You know? He went on to specify that the office must be a main Tesla office, not a remote branch office unrelated to job duties. For example, being responsible for Fremont factory human relations, but having your office be in another state. So he's demanding 40 hours a week and for that to continue. I don't know if other companies are going to do that or not. I certainly... Well, maybe they don't. They they have the right to do that. You certainly have the right to expect your employees come to work as they always have. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, they have the right to seek employment elsewhere, and we'll see how this shakes out. Yeah, yeah. What an interesting test case. Um, I've never run a car company, so you know, I'd, I'd be stretching to say the least to figure out how good an idea this is. But uh, Elon, simultaneously so innovative, so high tech, yet making a very, very traditionalist demand of his people. I don't know. He might just be dealing with reality in in ways I can't even put my uh, finger on. As people have started to come back more often around here, I can feel there's 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 something that's been missing for two years. Uh, You know what? Uh, I don't I I don't doubt that a a single bit. I I agree. Um, It's funny. And this is one of the keys to conservatism, not not political conservatism, but kind of generally being conservative. True or false? People have been gathering in one place and, and, and frequently larger cities so they can be close to each other and look each other in the eye since the dawn of time. Now, part of that might be because they had to. There was no other alternative. But the fact that that persisted in the age of telephones and video conferencing and, ah, and the rest of it. Good point. Why do you think that is? The answer is not, there's no reason. It was just stupid. People of the 1990s were stupid, or a decade ago, or, or 500 years ago. Things don't continue happening because 
for no reason. They're because it yields benefits. And that's why, and you know, by the time you're a little old and bitter like us, <laughs> when something, when something big happens, be it, you know, 9-11 or the pandemic or whatever, it could be a dozen other things, uh, you'll have these impassioned columns in your big time newspapers and websites making grand pronouncements about how the future has changed forever. And A, that gets clicks, but B, they're ignoring the fact that, well, wait a minute now. The way it used to be was the way it used to be probably for a set of pretty good reasons. So let's see how it goes across time. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to watch, see different companies try different things and see how it works out over time. But it's going to take a while for it to all shake out. And then back to the house pri- home prices, I don't know if more companies follow Tesla's lead uh, and people go back into the workplace more often than not. I don't. I don't know what that does to the whole remote work thing. Yeah, you might see the exurbs and the pretty mountainous uh, towns empty out again, and people just move into that tight ring of suburbs again. I don't know. That'll be interesting to see. Uh, who knows? You know, I see a lot of this stuff through the lens of uh, my kids because they're they range in age from uh, 22 to 29, soon to be 30. I can't believe I'm about to have a 30 year old child. Um, but well, 30 year old offspring. She's not a child. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> She's um, your child. Well, yeah, and yet not a child. Uh, my 22-year-old, soon to be 23, just changed gigs. Just changed from a uh, almost entirely remote job. But then that job wanted her in a little bit. But she had nothing to do virtually. To now she's with a different company that's much more demanding, much better culture. Uh, and, and, and they're in person, I think it's four days a week, minimum of three, whatever. Uh, and it's so much more stimulating. Oh, God. So much more energy is true. Oh, my God. And for, for, if you're young, you know, back to us being old and bitter, at my age, yeah, I'll do the Zoom and yeah, stay in my uh, sweats or whatever home if I had that kind of job. But when I was, got in my 20s, I can't imagine how much less fulfilling, enjoyable, stimulating, just flat out fun my life would have been if it had been remote work as opposed to all of us getting together and knowing each other and going to lunch together and going out after work and all that none of that stuff's going to happen with the remote lifestyle none of it and in a very real way competing with each other maybe as friendly competitors but if you're around people in an office you want to be as good as them and if everybody's remote, you probably don't have a very good idea of what kind of work they're doing. You know, I'm closer to Elon's point of view on this now, having lived through it now for two years. I went from, I don't see why people are ever going to come back to work, mm-hmm. <laughs> to I think we need to go very close to the way things used to be. Lots of meetings don't need to happen anymore oh, where everybody drives Lord, no. <laughs> to a location in parks and wastes two hours of their day. For a 45-minute meeting. No, those don't need to continue. But I think going back to the workplace, I'm closer to Elon's, yeah, you got to be in the office 40 hours a week. Uh, particular, you know, I don't know if I'd go that far, far but I, I see the the principle at work. Uh, particularly organizations that are absorbing young people, they're re-energizing from the bottom up, then people retire. That process of, what would you call it, metamorphosis or recycling or whatever, that that would be really, really hindered by no human contact. Well, none of your new employees are going to be part of the team if they, if nope. they aren't coming in on a regular basis. They just aren't. Nope. You'll feel no connection to them. Yeah, yeah. You'll probably, you know, mute them during meetings because you hate them. 
you know, you'll you'll probably give them the finger on screen or, or just berate them. Probably just find something else to do. You go all Jeffrey Tubin. You think I am just going <laughs> to. Yeah. You want to see something? Turn Here, the camera away from me. Oh, I guess I didn't turn the camera away as far as I thought. Damn it. Yeah. Now you've seen it. What are you going to do? I don't know you. I don't care what you think. <laughs> I've never met you. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. You could give me uh, a rating, though. One to ten. Why don't you give me a rating? <laughs> it was so bizarre. And so grotesque. That's right. So grotesque. Uh, my That's coworker was masturbating. By the way, oh, by the, way uh, the jury has that case in the Amber Heard-Johnny Depp trial, and they've been deliberating for several days, and they could come up with a uh, verdict at any time. They're probably all just sitting in there slapping their foreheads and rolling their eyes. They haven't finished with that process yet before they can get to discussing the evidence. Or they're busy filing suit against everybody involved for wasting, what's it been, like six weeks of their lives? <laughs> How can that possibly be? God, I don't know. If I ended up on that jury, I would think I won the lottery. This is the most yeah. entertaining uh, jury I've ever been on. Oh, no. Sickening. Oh, I never got to the story. All the different places, summer places, from pools to restaurants to beaches to just everything, amusement parks, tourist attractions, everything everybody does in the summer, there's nobody to work there. Oh, wow. So a lot of the fun stuff isn't going to be open or is going to be open on a very limited basis. Hey, if you missed an hour, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today.